Hello and welcome to the Relationship Anxiety Podcast. I'm your host, Mikkel, and today we're talking about gratitude. Hey guys, what's up? Happy Thanksgiving (laughs) to those of you in the U.S. I realize those of you outside the U.S. are not celebrating, but I wanted to do a special gratitude podcast. Um... In the U.S., we celebrate Thanksgiving, and part of that is, um, a big part is focusing on gratitude and the things that we're thankful for. And I was just thinking about how much gratitude plays a role in our relationships and how it can actually help with our anxiety. So I wanted to do a podcast to spend a little bit of time talking about this, talking about, um, gratitude and how to cultivate that within your relationship um, and why it might serve you. So first off, they've done a lot of studies on gratitude. I'm sure, you know, many of you have heard from a very young age, like, it's good to be grateful, be grateful, right? We hear this all the time. But it's so fascinating to actually understand a little bit about what's going on in our brains. So they have done studies that actually find that when you are feeling grateful for something, your brain is basically releasing all these chemicals that feel good in our brain. So chemicals like dopamine, serotonin, um, oxytocin, all these hormones that can actually help us bond and feel connected. Um, some of these hormones, even like serotonin, um, some of you maybe that take anxiety meds, this is a medicine, um, some anxiety medications will introduce serotonin to help you feel better. So gratitude is a natural form of being able to create some extra serotonin in your brain, um, as well as oxytocin, which helps you actually feel more connected and bonded to others. So when you deal with relationship anxiety, a lot of times we want that stronger sense of connection and we grasp so badly at it by let's try to communicate more, let's try to do more things together, or let me see if I can get my partner to change. And rather than doing all those things, is even just turning inward to be grateful for your partner. Now, I'm going to give you guys a few thoughts with this, but the first thing I want to preface this with is to not put pressure on yourself. I think sometimes there can be a tendency, especially with holidays, to expect ourselves to feel a certain way, that we have to feel grateful, that we're not allowed to feel anxious, and that we should only be feeling happy. Now, What I want to do today is to open your mind up to what would more gratitude look like for them? What could that feel like? And work on cultivating it without judging yourself. Whatever you're feeling right now, today, even if it's anxious, sad, depressed, discouraged, whatever the emotion is, and you can even ask yourself what you're feeling right now. Acknowledge it. Validate yourself. It's okay that you are feeling whatever you are feeling. You don't have to feel grateful or happy. 
it's okay. This is you being human. Now, I want you to consider some things that we might have to be grateful for here. One of the things I think about is when we look at our partner, a lot of times anxiety will have us focusing on what is missing. The things our partner doesn't do. Or the way that maybe our partner doesn't line up with the vision of who we thought our lover was going to be. And so we'll focus on all these little, little, tiny, nitpicky things and feel frustrated or feel annoyed with them. But even just to take a step back, I'm going to guess if you are still choosing this relationship, while there are some small things that you get hung up on, there are some big things that you really wanted that your partner brings to the table. In what ways do they enhance your life? What qualities do they have that you've always wanted? In what ways do they love and support you? How do they bring more fun and joy into your life? And as you hear these questions, if any answers come to mind, to even take a minute to write them down. Of some of these ways that your partner brings more to your life. And your brain might be a little resistant and be like, nope. <laughs> Just going to the negative, which is totally fine. What brains like to do. Not a big deal. But just opening yourself up to like, What are they adding to my life? What am I so grateful for this person? Like what you have right now in this relationship, there is likely a younger version of you who wanted so badly the thing you have now. Even if maybe younger version of you imagined like this more perfect relationship, right? With a zero flaws, total fantasy, right? Is, I'm going to guess there's many, many things that you do have right now that younger you yearned for so badly. And taking a minute to feel grateful that you found some of those things. I know I've shared this story before on the podcast, um, but it's been a while and I wanted to share it again because I think it's a good one, um, especially when it comes to gratitude. Um, (laughs) A little embarrassing for me to share. Um, It is vulnerable. Um, But I've talked before about our engagement story. Um, I was honestly being kind of a brat. (laughs) Not gonna lie. Um, When my husband proposed... He had like had a few different plans for how to propose that had kind of fallen through. Um, Combination of um, changes with photographers, the weather not being good, like all of that. He he manages to pull something together that really was sweet. Um, But I, you know, in my mind had built up this vision of what the proposal was going to be like. 
and how grand it was going to be and how perfect I was going to feel in that moment and the whole speech that he was going to give me. And it didn't match that expectation at all. (laughs) And I found myself feeling a little disappointed about it. Disappointed that it wasn't this like huge thing that I was expecting and that it was a little more simple and you know, that he he told me very basically that he loved me and wanted to spend forever with me and that that was it. There wasn't this big, grand, long speech that I had been expecting. (laughs) Guys, chick flicks, they ruin us. (laughs) Um, But anyways, it was so interesting um, because after the fact, you know, I, I did not realize all the planning and effort and um, you know, logistics and things that didn't work out that went into it. Finding that out, talking to family members and friends, um, definitely kind of opened up my heart a little bit of like, wow, he is so sweet that he took so much time and thought to make this special and did the best that he could with it. And even um, the thing that meant the most to me that I really took for granted and didn't really realize was the ring that he proposed to me with was the ring I loved, 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 loved. (laughs) And I'm not much of a ring person, but I had seen this ring and I fell in love with it. And, um, you know, had told him that was the ring that I liked and wanted, um, which was not the cheapest ring in the store. I'm going to be honest. And we were in school at the time. We were in college. And he was, um, he took on a job as a janitor, working a very, very early morning schedule (laughs) on top of his strenuous classes that he was taking um, to be able to pay for the ring. Because, again, college kid, didn't have a lot of money, didn't have ways of making it, took on this job that was not easy and worked hard hours and strenuous labor and was able to buy me the ring that I he knew I really wanted. Now, I, months before when he took this job... I had no idea this was why. I didn't realize that he took on this job to be able to buy this ring for me. And knowing that was one of those things that just like really opened my eyes to here in this moment of a proposal, I was looking for this big grand show of affection and love and (laughs) fireworks and it was just supposed to be this magical moment. And I realized how true love actually operates. Which isn't in the big, grandiose things, but in the small, little, simple things that we do. And rather than being so nitpicky of, this is the way our proposal was supposed to go, was turning to gratitude of this man has sacrificed so much to try to make me happy and how much that meant to me. 
So even challenging yourself to look for like, what are the ways that your partner serves and loves you that you might be overlooking because you're expecting it to come in a certain package or look a certain way that you might be missing the small and simple and more meaningful loving acts that are going on every day. Another thing is practicing gratitude just for your relationship in general. I think sometimes it can be easy to get into a mindset of we should be further along. Other people are more committed. Other people are engaged. They have babies. Um, They're married. Other people are more lovey-dovey and affectionate than we are. Um, Or maybe even experiencing moments of FOMO, fear of missing out, that maybe there would be some other experience of being able to be single and traveling the world might be better. Um, And I think a lot of times this happens when we're taking the relationship itself for granted versus being able to really kind of open up to is what experiences have I been able to have and enjoy because of this relationship? In what ways are we both at the perfect point in our relationship? How are we exactly where we're supposed to be? Rather than thinking you should be further along or at a different place in your timeline or more committed or whatever, is how is where you're at right now perfect for both of you? How has this relationship helped you both develop more into the people that you're wanting to become? One thing that always brings up a lot of gratitude within myself for my partner, for my relationship, is being able to recognize and connect with others, friends, who are longing for an experience of having a healthy, loving relationship. That are wanting so badly to be loved in a very safe and happy environment. Because I think... You know, this is something we all once upon a time really wanted, but then over time as we're in it, we adapt to it, we get used to it, we start taking it for granted, and then we start looking for the next little things that we think might be missing, either within our life or within the relationship. But being able to have that perspective of, yeah, once upon a time, I really wanted a safe, loving relationship like this, knowing not everyone has that opportunity. And not in a guilty, yo, you should be grateful for this kind of thing. Because relationships can be hard and bring up challenges and it's not all butterflies and rainbows. But for me at least, it it's a reminder of how blessed I've really been to have a relationship like this. That so many people want to have someone who loves them unconditionally and that they feel safe with and cares for them. All right, next piece of gratitude is, this one's going to be hard for one for you guys, (laughs) but I think it's really big, is can you actually be grateful for anxiety? So many of us have a very negative relationship to our anxiety, and we want to be angry at it, we want to be mad at it, we want to complain about it, um, be frustrated with it, and that will get it to go away. (laughs) 
Now, this does not happen. This does not work. Being frustrated and annoyed with our anxiety tends to intensify it and make it worse. While they've actually done studies showing gratitude can help lessen anxiety. So not only gratitude for your partner and the relationship, but also what if you could be grateful for your challenges? your past heartbreaks, your negative emotions, what you're going through right now. Our tendency is to just like complain and be like, oh, this should be gone by now. This means something's wrong with me. How long do I have to deal with this for? Why is this happening to me? All of these very much complaining thoughts that just intensify it. But even to challenge yourself is, how is this anxiety helping me grow? How has this helped me improve and brought me closer to my partner? What would I be missing out on if I just got rid of this anxiety? How is this helping shape me more into the person I want to become? And just allowing yourself to open up to, even though anxiety is so uncomfortable, it's not easy, that it really might be a blessing in your life. And I've shared this before on the podcast, but I know for me, I have seen, even just within my relationship, how having anxiety come up was really the invitation for me to finally work on it. This fear that was like kind of underlying everything I did in my entire life that was driving everything I did. And this fear that I very much suppressed and I hid. (laughs) That my relationship was the safe place to finally open up and face and work on those fears that I ran from and I hid. And through that process that I have become a much more calm and confident person. I've been able to help others going through similar experiences. And I've seen this with my clients even as they have used this anxiety as an invitation to grow and to work on themselves, that they have increased their confidence, built a deeper connection with their partner and with themselves, and really learned how to just manage their challenges. And even the ripple effect, you guys, I love seeing how my clients, as they work on their anxiety and they face what's going on for them, they're then more capable and able to help others in their life. Those that they work with, those that they love, they are able to help them in their challenges even more. Which had they never had anxiety in the first place, probably wouldn't be able to do. Wouldn't be able to connect with others the same way. Another reason I'm grateful for anxiety is it shows I have a healthy brain and body that are functioning correctly. That I have a brain that's capable of thinking and a body with a nervous system that's capable of reacting to it. If that never ever happened, there would be problems. If I never ever felt anxiety, that would mean there was something wrong. Part of being human is experiencing anxiety. So knowing as uncomfortable as it can be, that it's okay. 
And this is part of being alive, is sometimes we feel anxious. Now, the last thing I want to remind you to practice gratitude for is yourself. So often our tendency is to beat ourselves up for experiencing anxiety, for the way we show up in our relationship and how sometimes we maybe sabotage or cause problems or frustrations um, because of our insecurities. Or we look at all the things we think we should be doing in the relationship that we're not. And we use them as reasons to beat ourselves up and to criticize ourselves. And we think that if we beat ourselves up more, then we can somehow like bully ourselves into becoming the person we want to be. That, my friends, does not work. (laughs) You want to progress. You want to keep working on this. You want to feel better about yourself. It doesn't come from beating yourself up, but comes from being grateful, being able to recognize the progress you have made. What are you proud of yourself for? How have you shown up for yourself in your relationship even when there was anxiety and it wasn't easy? In what ways have you been the partner that you want to be? What growth have you seen within yourself? And to even take time to look in the mirror and tell yourself, thank you. Thank you for all of the things that you have done to get me to this place that I'm at. Thank you for showing up even when anxiety has been hard. Thank you for managing it the best you can. Even being grateful to the past version of you that maybe got really, really anxious and we feel terrified of that version of us and we're scared we're gonna go back to that place is instead being grateful for her, that she went through that really hard time for you to get where you're at today. So taking time today to make a list and write down some of these things, some of the ways you're grateful for your partner, your relationship, you, your anxiety, or even writing a letter. But turning your brain to what has been so good in these areas of your life. And I know we can find things that need fixed and need worked on and all of that. And don't worry, there's space for that. But first, let's acknowledge what's there. One of my um, coaches that I work with, she talks a lot about how when we want to improve ourselves, one of the things we can do is evaluate how we did. And it starts with first acknowledging, what did I do well? What am I proud of myself for? And can you recognize that within yourself? So often our brains want to go to all the wrong things, all the things that we messed up on, but give yourself space for acknowledging where things went well. And from that energy, you're gonna be much more capable to make the changes you want to make. All right. Happy Thanksgiving. Have a beautiful weekend, you guys. Bye-bye.